Yes, people, how are we all doing? I hope we're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. So today we are back with another solo episode. I was doing my stretching yesterday morning, as if you don't follow me on Instagram, I do every single morning. Good 20, 30 minutes, because I'm one of them sad people. Uh, so yeah, follow me on Instagram, the link's down in the show notes below. Anyway, back to the point. So I was doing my stretching yesterday, and it was one of them days where you know when you wake up, you feel a little bit tired, a little bit fatigued, you don't really feel too great, you've got things that you need to get done, but you feel like not doing them. Now this kind of brung or sprung to mind an idea for a podcast. I'm going to name this podcast the five excuses 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 you make to stop getting shit done. Obviously, I might have to censor it a little bit for five tunes or whatever, but that is going to be today's solo podcast episode. Now I know a lot of people struggle getting results fitness wise, but also career wise in, in terms of their life, and a lot of the time. It's not a physical thing that's letting them down because everyone does start somewhere. It's always most likely, 99% of the time, a mental thing that is blocking people. So we're going to run through the five excuses and my opinion on them and what you can do to kind of combat these excuses or get around these things that are maybe going on in your head that are stopping you from getting stuff done. These are things that I've kind of heard from clients or people who I've spoken to over the phone or in person and um, excuses that they make for stopping themselves stopping themselves getting shit done. But before we jump into that, just want to say thank you as always for the support on the previous podcast. Any shares, any likes, any comments, any reviews left on the Apple or Spotify podcast, they mean the world to me. Comments as well. I had some good responses from previous podcasts. So thank you very much as always. So let's jump in to the top five excuses you make to stop, stop you from getting shit done. So first one, voices in your head that telling you saying no, telling you us trying to get you to stop doing stuff. Now this I would say is number one, the main excuse that people make for people not, for, for not getting results. It's, it's everybody's got these voices. You are not special if you think that you're the only one who gets these voices in your head because everybody gets them. Whenever we're doing tough workouts, we always have a voice in our head. No matter, no matter if you're Matt Fraser, no matter if you're me, no matter if you're someone who's just on the treadmill and it's the first gym session, we all get them voices in our head telling us to stop. It's our bodies, our bodies are designed to be in a comfort zone for a state of comfort. And if we're trying to push ourselves out of our comfort zone into a state of, of, of like high intensity, your heart rate's elevated, you're struggling, your body's going to instantly try and find some sort of method to stop you from doing that. So them voices you need to find a way to either shut them off or tell them to fuck off, one or the two. Literally just block them out completely. One thing that I was doing, obviously yesterday I was talking about, I was I was doing my stretching yesterday morning. One of the things that I know, if you kind of get into the routine and a habit of doing something, you know what it feels like to complete that certain thing. So it could be a workout, it could be a stretching, it could be going for a long walk, it could be, uh, I don't know, a bit of coursework or something like that. You know that feeling afterwards, you get that sense of relief after doing something but you don't know what it feels like until you've actually done it. So if you've if it's something that maybe you've done five, six, seven, eight, nine times, you might be like, you know what? I know that I can get myself through this because I know the feeling after it is way, way more important and are kind of way more valuable than the feeling, the suffering that I'm feeling now. So that's a lot of people can get themselves through it, but it's the people who are starting out for the first time that might really struggle. Or some things you can do, as simple as it sounds, is just keep going. Like try and literally just take things step by step, second by second, minute by minute, and just work yourself through it and you will eventually complete it. And what it's just that first time, that initial time, once you complete that first thing, the next times 
a 10 times easier. So it's the same thing with the gym. If you're scared to go to the gym and you've got these excuses or whatever, these these emotions in your head saying, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. Just force yourself to, to go there. Maybe put certain things in, in place, which we'll touch on in, in the later points on the podcast. Certain things in place to make it so easy for you to go to the gym, you pretty much can't say no to it. So ignore all of them voices. Them voices are always going to be there. They don't get easier. It doesn't get easier no matter what. So that's one thing you have to accept. You've got to just build a mental barrier, which is why I'm a big believer in fitness and exercise is a way to increase your your capability or your ability to actually deal with these negative thoughts, dealing with suffering, dealing with pain, going into that dark place and getting through it, which I've talked about again in previous podcasts. So finding finding something that can block them voices out or maybe just, just do certain things that you know kind of blanket out for me in the morning, when I wake up first thing, especially if it's an early, early morning, if it's a five o'clock start, nobody wants to get up at five o'clock. Let's be honest, nobody nobody feels great getting up at five o'clock. If there's someone who feels great getting up at five o'clock in the morning, comment on this podcast or message me on Instagram because I need to understand what's going on for your brain. Nobody enjoys it whatsoever. So you get up, you don't feel good. Like Even me now, I'm used to it now. I'm used to getting up early. I've got my routines, which I know make me feel better, but I get up wanting to go back to bed thinking oh I could have 10 minutes in bed or I don't want to do this but have little routines in place little tech tick boxes little kind of checkpoints that you know once you hit that checkpoint you know what I'm a step closer to completing something the next one I've done another one and now it gets easier and easier so for me I've talked about my morning routine loads get up early cold shower make my bed morning journal mobility I take the dog for a walk and then that's my day started. And I kind of reward myself with a little coffee as I'm having now. So that's my little reward. Giving yourself them little rewards after doing something is another thing which I might touch on later down the line. Having a purpose and a reason to do something, a bit of an incentive could be small to start off with and then give yourself big rewards down the line. So I've probably went off on a massive tangent here. I'll try and rein it back in. But the voices in your head will not disappear. You've just got to find coping mechanisms Use maybe little checkpoints in, in, in little things that, that can kind of take you through step by step and get you to the next point. So let's have a little sip of my coffee. Excuse, sorry for people who are listening to the podcast, but I need to hydrate. So on to the next point. Number two is going to be, I don't have the time. That's probably the most common and also the worst excuse. Unless you're working... 13, 14, 15 hour shifts every single day. You don't have an excuse to fit in 20 minutes for a workout or 20 minutes for, for mobility or whatever it is. Like even an hour of your day, I guarantee probably 95% of people actually do have an hour free in their day. I guarantee it. You can make things work in as little time as possible. So creating time is probably the main thing that people need to sort out their priorities. People's priorities are completely different there. Say you're working a nine to five job, they're probably laying in till as late as possible. For people who are working at home now, they're probably laying in at like until like five to nine, literally just getting up and, and going straight to work in the PJs or whatever it is. Prioritize it. So it goes back to the night before. Prioritize exercise. Right, I'm going to go and train in the morning before. I'm going to go to the gym in the morning before work. Go to bed earlier put some sort of routine in place to make you go to bed earlier. Make sure you turn your TV off late at night. Make sure you turn your phone off. Put your blue light blackouts on. Turn your phone on dark mode so it's, sorry, night shift mode so you're not going to be getting that blue light. Like look at look at your day and are you doing everything to, to set yourself up for that goal? So back to the next day. 
what, why are you laying in until 8.55 when you're going to be up at 9? Get yourself up at 7 o'clock. Give yourself that time. Maybe the night before, plan your session. If you don't have a plan already, get a plan. Get your gym gear out, laid out in front of you. So literally when you get up, you are up. You don't even have to decide what gym gear you have to wear. You're up, you're putting that gym gear on and then you can go straight off to the gym. Make sure you've got water packed. Make sure you maybe if you need a little bit of food in the morning, make sure you've got something prepped. Maybe it's just something light, even just some fruit, banana, maybe a protein shake, whatever it is. Have that all prepped. So literally when you get up, you have no excuse to say, oh, well, I've got, it'll take me, 10 minutes to go and make my food, it'll take me 5 minutes to decide what I'm going to wear, oh my car needs filling up, I need to go and fill that's another 10 minutes, and then you just keep on making these more and more excuses to stop you from actually achieving what you want, so get that all done the night the night before, if you've got a free night, free evening, perfect, get it done on that evening time, and set yourself up perfectly, it's just priorities, other things, even time, most of the people, they come home from work, yes they might have kids and stuff like that, so you might have to cook for them, you might have after school activities to do but think about right is there a 20 minute is there a 30 minute window when I can get some sort of work and if you really really want to change your life change your body change your mindset you will find time you will put things in place you will maybe force yourself to book a gym class for the first time force yourself to get yourself a personal trainer force yourself to I don't know text a friend saying right we're going to go for a 30 minute walk today but just text them or I'm a big believer in accountability. So for what I do for a lot of my online clients, I tell them, right, put an Instagram story on every single day that you work out and tag me in it. That's accountability. Accountability is the main thing that will get people to keep on going. So signing up for something is something that you can you can commit to straight away and you've got no choice but to obviously follow through with it. So there's another thing you can do time-wise, prioritize things in your life and make sure that that is number one. Obviously, like I said before, if you've got other things like kids and stuff, it's a bit more difficult, but you can still work around it. I know people, I've got clients who have got three or four kids and they can still prioritize one hour, two or three times a week to fit in some form of exercise. So if they can do it, anybody can do it. Literally three hours a week, that's all you need. There's however many hours in a week you can, you can fit it in easily. It's just prioritizing, making sure you're setting yourself up so you're in an ideal place to actually be able to get stuff done. So time is not, like, not an issue. Like I said, you can do 20 minute workouts, you can do 10 minute workouts some days. It doesn't have to be two hours in the gym every single day, but even people who do do two hours in the gym, they're still gonna have jobs. They are just gonna prioritize their training, block it into your diary, that's another point blocking it into your diary the same way you would with clients, the same way you would with meetings, the same way we did, you, you would with going for afternoon tea with your grandma. You, you're going to block that out in your diary. Do the same thing with your training and make sure that that hour of your day is not taken no matter, no matter what happens. It's, it's a booking. It's a booking that's going to be invested in your own life, your own health, your own longevity. So time is not an issue. Prioritize it. Don't be staying up watching Netflix until two, three in the morning when you know you've got an early gym session. Don't do it. Force yourself to do things and don't don't be wasting your money on stupid things as well because a lot of the time people complain that money is a big issue, especially when it comes to PTs with gym memberships and stuff. I'm not going to be your financial advisor on this podcast, but look at what you're investing your money on, on and your money in. What are you spending on the weekends? Are you going out drinking every single weekend and spending 150 quid each week? Have a little think about it. Anyway, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not going to go down that route. Anyway, next one, point number three, or excuse number three that most people make or that I've heard of is the typical, 
I will, but dot dot dot, or I will once I get to a certain point dot dot dot. So this I've heard quite a lot when it comes to getting a personal trainer or starting at the gym. Oh, I don't want to start at the gym until I get to this certain point until I'm I'm kind of comfortable enough doing my home workout and I can do maybe this that and the other. Or I don't want to get a personal trainer because because it'll take me too long to learn things, but. The point of going to the gym, the point of getting a personal trainer, the point of all this is that we will help you get to a certain level quicker than what you would on your own. I say to people, the first two years, maybe one, two years of my lifting fitness sort of journey career, all the mistakes that I've made with nutrition, with my training, with training too much, with not focusing on my recovery. If I had a really good coach or invested a little bit of money early on, just a very small amount early on, it could have helped me a long way. It could have probably saved me maybe injuries. It could have saved me a lot of time in terms of overtraining, which is one thing I used to I used to train back to back to back every single day, chest, back, chest, back, like just and, and never train legs. That was another thing. So if you invest in something early on, you're gonna develop a lot quicker. Your knowledge is gonna develop, you're gonna de- develop physically a lot better and also mentally because that personal trainer or that coach is gonna be able to push you a lot, lot more than you would earlier on on your own and you're going to learn the techniques you're going to learn about recovery nutrition like i said all that thing so don't wait until a certain point to to go and, and start going to the gym or even in terms of business things don't wait until oh i need to get to this this level in my business before i get a mentor or i, d- I don't want to do this that new because people might think that i'm not at that level to to go and speak to them but no just put yourself out there with whatever it is go and speak to other coaches, other people who are better than you. Don't be afraid of doing it because of the level that you are at. Because one thing I say is everybody started from somewhere. Everybody started from a certain point. I started from a certain point. Matt Fraser, Oni on people who you hear in the fitness industry, they started from some point and they probably invested, they've invested in coaches and they've invested money and time into something at some point. They might have made mistakes and not done it early enough themselves and they'll probably tell you themselves, that, oh, I wish I got a coach earlier, I wish I did that and the other. Or maybe this coach taught me a lot and I wish I taught them sooner. So making sure that you're not holding yourself back because of these excuses because you don't feel like you're ready to do it or you haven't earned the right to it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous just... Even going to talk to someone doesn't have to be investing in a, a PT or a coach or anything like that. Just making sure that you're putting yourself in the best scenario to progress and be open to things um, as well. So don't wait until a certain point. The best time to do something is now, as cringy as it sounds. So excuse number four, we're trying to fly through these because I like these solo podcasts to be a little bit shorter so people can kind of listen to them maybe on the, on the pursuit of work and learn five things. Anyway, point number four. I'm too far behind, which is kind of links into my previous point. They don't feel like they're at a certain level to, to kind of do something. It could be like signing up to like a CrossFit gym, which is a little bit more advanced. Obviously, a, a sport or something that the, requires a little bit of skill that's a little bit more advanced can be a little bit daunting. You know? and there is people obviously at that level who are ridiculously like crazy far ahead in their ability and their, their technique and stuff is a, a lot more developed. So there is a, there is that kind of side of it, like, oh, I'm a little bit hesitant to do that. <laughs> I, I made a note on the, on the side of the and my show notes is I made this one with like TV series when I used to watch a little bit more Netflix than I do now. I don't really watch too much now, but I made this point on TV series where like, you know, there's a TV series like Game of Thrones is like what, eight series or nine series, whatever it is. Starting from series one and there's like hundreds of episodes ahead. It's a bit daunting and you're thinking about like, oh, I don't really want to commit to all that. And then you also know people, your friends who are like caught up with the top, the, the latest series, they're on series eight and you're like, 
oh, but like, it's going to take me ages to catch up. I'll just, I'll just watch something else. I'll not bother. Like, if you want to go and watch something, if you want to get, you will end up getting to series eight eventually. You've just got to put a little bit of time in and watch each sing, single individual episode. Like, there's no point, obviously, trying to jump straight to series eight because you're gonna, you're not gonna know what's going on. Just start from one and then bit by bit, just. It's a big saying that I always say, trust the process or just believe in the process. Just go straight through it, series by series, step by step. And you will, if you put the time in, you just got to turn up. You will get to that point. Just turn up each day, whether it's your workouts, whether it's your TV series, whether it's whatever it is, just turn up and you will get to that level and you'll become more advanced. You'll learn new skills. So don't think because you're, you're far behind your friends or far behind your peers or anybody else who you see out there doesn't mean that you can't start doing something. Or it could be trying something new. You could be someone who's always been bodybuilding and you want to go and maybe try functional fitness or try CrossFit or try running marathons, but you're scared of kind of stepping out of that comfort zone, which is a big thing. People don't like stepping out of some the area that they're comfortable in they that they've done the whole time and going to do something new but you've always had that burning desire like for myself at the minute i've always had a bit more of a desire to pursue bodybuilding a little bit and try and put a bit more size on but i don't want to lose that functional fitness side because i've always had it i've always enjoyed it but i know i've got this goal that i really want to try and achieve so i'm gonna to have to step out of that comfort zone and leave that little bit behind i can come back to it later down the line but i want to go and pursue this goal so if you've always had that sort of thing, like, oh, I'd love to try, I don't know, I don't know why, um, the, what's it called, the sword thing in, in the Olympics, I forgot what it's called now. Um, pause the podcast a second. Fencing, I think it's called fencing. Yeah, that thing. I don't know why that popped into my head when I said that. You might have wanted to go and try fencing for the first time, but you're scared. Maybe you're a big 300 pound bodybuilder who wants to go and try fencing. Like, just step out that comfort zone because you're going to be thinking about oh what what other people are going to say they're going to think i'm weird i'm not going to know what i'm doing like just step outside of it you're going to turn up to that first lesson you're going to feel 10 times better at the end of it than you were to start with all those sort of anxieties and stuff are going to disappear because you're going to be surrounded by people who are on the same goal as you and who are going to encourage you and be understanding of the level that you're at and then you're just going to turn up to your second lesson your third your fourth your fifth by your 10th lesson, you're going to be absolutely flying. I think they say it takes about 20 days or 20 kind of attempts to create a new habit, a new routine. So once you get past that 20th lesson, 20th class, 20th day of going to the gym, you're on a roll. You've created a new habit. You've created that new routine and them anxieties are probably going to disappear. It's like with anything, starting a new job is always daunting them first few days, but then you look five years down the line, you're like, this is... They, why the, Why was I ever nervous for coming to work sort of thing? But it's because that was once out of your comfort zone and now it is your comfort zone. So, which is also another point because you see people who are in jobs for like 15, 20 years, which there isn't anything wrong with it if you love your job. But if you wanted to step outside of it, people don't do it because they're in that comfort zone. Just get yourself out of it and go and throw yourself into something new that's going to make you nervous. Nerves are good. It means that you care about something. I mean, it means that you, you want to try and do well and, you, and your body's thinking like, right, I'm doing something new here. This isn't normal, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Them nerves are so such a such a good feeling. And don't step away and don't hide from being nervous, being anxious. Don't don't hide from it. That's a good feeling to have. Like anything, my, my podcast that I do with guests, I shit myself before every single one. There's like things in my head that are like, oh, I could cancel. I don't want to do this. But just just put yourself in them situations. All the best things are done by stepping out of your comfort zone. Nothing nothing happens when you stay in that comfort zone forever like it's it's not a good place to be in so don't be afraid anyway again tangent absolutely went down a massive tangent on that one 
Uh, but being too far behind is not an issue at all. So point number five, the final excuse that I'm going to talk about in today's solo episode is the doubt. Doubting yourself, negative talk. Everybody, well, I would say a lot of people are going to have this doubt and negative talk, unless you're someone who's super confident and just outgoing. But even then, they might be just putting them that positivity out um, for sure. They might be really anxious or really nervous. So don't doubt yourself. Like I said, everybody starts from somewhere. I start from somewhere, the best start from somewhere, Olympic athletes start from somewhere. Don't worry about it at all. Just put yourself in them situations, like I talked about before. Set yourself up, ideally, so force yourself to do stuff. Put all the, the scenarios or all things in place so that you kind of have to go and do things. Like I said, if it's going to the gym for the first time, make sure you've got your gym gear prepared. Make sure that everything's kind of there so you've got no obstacle, no boundaries to sit to kind of in your way that will stop you and give you time to think about not doing it. Like I said, 20 times, once you do something 20 times, it's a habit, you won't even think about it. So just don't doubt yourself. Even the best people might doubt themselves at times, but it's just it's taking that first step. That first step is so important. Once you get over that first line, you, you, everything's literally 10 times easier. That first day of your new job, that first day at the gym, that first day, that first day talking to a girl, but you, you, you're nervous, you're sweating, you, you, you hate it. Just get over that first barrier and trust me, you will feel 10 times better. And don't expect as well when you when you first start something because you, you will be nervous and you might you might make mistakes then first few then first few training sessions. Don't think that you're gonna start something new um, and, and be one of the best at it. You're gonna make mistakes along the way and there will be moments where you do doubt yourself even more. But you've just gotta get over them little periods. Everybody in business, in life, in fitness, in whatever sport or anything that you're playing are gonna have times of low confidence, of low self-esteem when they're down themselves and things aren't going their way. But if you keep on pursuing, trying to do the right things, if you go and speak to people who are at a higher level, you might learn from them, or people who are maybe watching your technique in the gym or getting a coach and they're assessing you, you're gonna learn from them and pick up pointers along the way. All them little little blips in your career and your in whatever journey you're pursuing, they're lessons. Don't see any sort of failures or anything like that as failures. They're not. They're lessons. You either succeed or you learn. I'm a big believer in that. You never ever fail in anything. Think of all the the times in your life where you've had struggles, or if you look at examples of people who have struggled in times or had maybe bad periods, the ones who are really successful are the ones who come out of that. 10 times stronger or can bounce back from it. So you've just got to get through it. It's, it's as simple as it sounds. You've literally just got to put one foot in front of the other and things will eventually get better. No matter what dark times period you're in, it, things will definitely, definitely get better. So excuse me if you can hear my stomach rumbling in the background. I think I'm getting a bit hungry now. Um, but yeah, doubting yourself. Everyone will doubt themselves doing something new. You will get them nerves like I talked about. You will have them negative thoughts in your head. Um, you will have voices in your head telling you to stop. Again, all these points kind of do relate to each other, but the voices in your head, things like that, they will always kind of haunt you a little bit. It's just trying to find ways to block them out, putting things in place, routines. Routines are massive because that stops you from having time to think about things. Um, doing something that maybe daunts you, maybe find something that makes you feel a little bit more comfortable, whether it's going to the gym, sticking some music in, some music that you enjoy, then, then you can kind of relate this music with going to the gym. If you enjoy that music and then you relate that to going to the gym, 
that might make you go to the gym a little bit more. You might use it as that time. So there might be a particular album or an artist that you really enjoy listening to. Save that playlist or that album or that artist purely for the gym and use it Use it as something to look forward to that time for you. That's what I do in the morning when I do my stretching because sometimes I don't feel like doing it. I might have, I might be ridiculously sore from legs the, the day before and I, I don't really fancy doing it. But that time is me time. I like to get up early, have my own space. I stick a podcast on, which I really look forward to. I'm really enjoying listening to podcasts at the minute, as sad as it is. Like everyone's different. Find that thing that makes you feel that makes you feel good, and then relate that to something that maybe you don't like enjoy doing, and that can maybe change that negative experience into a positive one. So there's a few little things you can do, and like the second, like I mentioned before, the second point, time. That's the, one of the worst excuses that I've heard. There is always enough time in the day. Like I said, there's going to be people who are a lot busier. There might be days you literally do not have any time, but there will be time within your week where you can fit one, two workouts in to start with. And then once you start them one or two workouts, you can build from there. Maybe weeks down the line, you can maybe do three or four. Just start off simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Maybe book something into your diary. Maybe book a personal training session into your diary. A few of my clients literally use me just as their own source of exercise. So paying, investing your own money into something, forcing yourself to do them two, three hours a week with a personal trainer. They're going to keep you accountable. They're going to make sure you turn up because they're going to turn up. You're investing your own money. Nobody likes wasting money. So that's going to force you to do it. Same with online coaching. The same thing. We do check-ins every single week. Uh, to make sure that you're ticking off all of your workouts, to make sure that you, you fit video on some of your exercises just so I can see your technique, make sure you're tracking your nutrition, make sure your routines in check. I will be on your case if you're not doing them things. And again, you're going to be wasting your own money if you're not. Um, the third, third and fourth and fifth, third, fourth and fifth points were all kind of related. It's all to do with I will, but I can't, uh, or I will, but I, I, I want to get to a certain point first, or maybe I'm too far behind, or maybe I'm down myself. Trust me, just. Get yourself into the situation, force yourself into those situations, get started and over time, it might take a long time, but over time that will become more comfortable. It will become your comfort zone, so do not be afraid. I feel like I've just repeated myself a lot on this podcast, but I just want to get the point across that whatever excuses you have in your head, there is ways around them and they will, down the line, if you force yourself and do the right things, they will stop becoming excuses. It's just about habits, it's just about routine. It's just about stepping outside that comfort zone and doing things that you're uncomfortable with doing. Because like I said, everybody does start somewhere. Um, I listened to a really good podcast. It was the High Performance Podcast with Zach George, who's the British, uh, fittest, uh, fittest, fittest, British? fittest man in Britain. Get your words out, there we go. Um, but his background was, he was massively overweight. I think his mom had a few abortions and he was one of the lucky ones that obviously survived. And he was massively overweight and he was... His mum used to feed him a lot just because kind of his, it was her prized possession, prized child. You can completely understand that. But he was in a position where he looked at himself, he was like, I'm massively overweight here. And this is when he was a young lad. Like he knew that he needed to step out of that comfort zone. And sometimes it does take take it to that point to when you're massively out of your comfort zone. Or, sorry, or maybe you're massively in a bad position. You might be really overweight or you might be really underweight. You might be in a really dark place. You might have split up with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You might be having some family troubles or struggling with mental health in whatever way. It sometimes takes that point to to flip that switch in and make the change as sad as it is, but hopefully you can kind of do stuff before it gets to that point um, to help you get to that point. So he's a prime example of someone who's been in a really bad situation and had to flip it upside down. There's probably a million other examples. And now he is the fittest man in Britain. 
just look at that for a, a rock bottom to, to sky high kind of thing and it just takes time invest in it trust the process and you will get there so i'm going to wrap up the podcast now because i could ramble for ages the coffee's definitely kicked in as always if you enjoy the podcast remember to give it a like if i put it on youtube which i might not i might put a little snip in it snippet it on instagram uh, share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself at Brendan Pearson Fitness. My Instagram will be uh, down in the show notes. Again, if you can leave a little review, a five star one, preferably on uh, on uh, on iTunes. God, I've, I'm rambling way too much here. Yeah, a five star review on iTunes. Just say something positive or nice about the podcast would be great as well. If you've got anything negative, just message me about it rather than leaving a review, please. That would be really massively appreciated and I will try and fix the issue. Um, as always, like I say, if you can share the podcast with one friend, one family member, copy the link over, send it over to them, say, mate, listen to this podcast. It might help you out. If there's anybody you feel it who might benefit from the podcast, send it over. And all my coaching inquiry details are down below as well for online or one-to-one PT. Ramble over. Right, thank you very much for listening. This has been Process.